Well, hello, Kevin. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? So I have heard that you need some help with Christmas, and I'm here as your personal li liaison to aim you in the right direction, sir. Dude, thank you. So I've been having such a hard time with Christmas. Well, so it's simple. Go to bluechronoquatics.com and pick out shrimp for your whole family, a color, pattern, size, free shipping with promo code Aquarium, guys. I, I, what do you mean shrimp? I mean, and we had a script, bro. Come on. Okay, fine. So, three, two, one. Shrimp, right. that's great. Yeah, shrimp. Free shrimp at Aquarium Guys uh, podcast. Oh, uh, damn it. Now I'm off the script. All right. <laughs> <laughs> BlueChronoQuatics.com, promo code Aquarium, guys, for free shipping. That is a $45 value. You don't even need to ask what you want $45. for Christmas. Everybody That's... wants shrimp. You want shrimp, don't you? I, I mean, they are delicious. I mean, but... You know, oh. oh, boy. Now you're going to eat them? These are decorative I mean, you, ornamental you shrimp. Robbie's going to be mad at you. Be mad? I wouldn't want more Robbie to be mad at me. No. So we can't forget about our charity of choice either. Ohio Fish Rescue. Go I'm from Ohio. You're from... Where... Who are you? And how did you oh. get into my podcast? Um, well... Is your name actually stick to, Kevin? Stick to the script. Stick to the script. Stick uh, yeah. Script. Uh, well, from Ohio. How's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I'm from, uh, yeah. Uh, how's the, uh, Cleveland Browns doing? Um... Oh, uh, they're doing... They're doing great. Alright, I'm done with the script. OhioFishRescues.com. Go to their website, show them some love, buy a t-shirt, donate some money, or give them a call and tell Rich you love them. Their entire charity is based behind saving fish that need a better home. So uh, That's not only a good cause. Huh? I, I thought so as well. Now, before we start our podcast, I do have to let you guys know um, this podcast is not intended for all audiences. We have censored a lot of the uh, words that are necessary. But this podcast is not intended for children or those that do not like strong themes. This is story time. This is a pre-recorded podcast with the entire group. And just wanted to give you that heads up before we start. Also, AquariumGuysPodcast.com. Go to the bottom of the website. There's a sign-up sheet for plant bulbs Jimmy's hosting. You're going to sign up for five packs of 10 bulbs they're going to be sent to five different people so sign up you just need your name address and phone number so we can uh, choose a winner we're going to choose a winner at the end of december so get those in as soon as you can and again uh, enjoy this podcast this is one of our favorite and fun podcasts we've ever done thanks guys welcome to the aquarium guys podcast with your hosts jim colby and rob zolson Hey everybody, how's it going out there today? We are live from Studio B here in Perham, Minnesota. And today we've talked about having story time. It's story time, y'all. Story time, we're just making stuff up because we don't have anybody till next week as a guest. So we are just going to tell stories about aquariums, about the pet industry, about life in general. So we've actually been asked us more story times because we did intros and we keep having little stories along it. So we were requested to have one full thing of just random stories, you know, stuff of our uh, past, past experiences, mistakes, and laughs. So we're doing this by popular demand. So I'm looking at you, Discord. I'm looking at you, collection of emails that I've been ignoring, and we're going to dive headfirst into this. Why, why are you ignoring emails? Yeah. Well, I just, you had an email that you said you were going to bring and never did, oh, so I figured I'd ignore him too. I, I, I have one. I'm, I'll, you know what? I'll bring it tomorrow. You're going to bring it tomorrow? I'll bring it tomorrow. I have an email, and I don't have any ink in my printer, and but I'll, I'll get it printed off. If I have to write it down on a piece of paper, I'll bring it over. Hey, All right. don't laugh at me. I have a pen. I know how to write. 
By the time this airs, it's already going to go because this is this is something we're saving for like you know a rainy day. Oh, right. So if you're podcast. hearing this, you know that uh, we're we're sipping pina coladas and <laughs> something in the rain. We're on I don't the know. beach. It, that's more your music than mine. Yeah. Right. Drinking pina coladas, getting caught in the rain. Well, before we get too uh, too off far on a tangent here, we are your hosts. I am Rob Zolson. I am Jim Colby, and, and I, I'm Adam El Nashar. So let's let's just get started. Who wants to go first? I don't want to go in first. You're not, Adam, you're going first. Adam, you're first, Okay. Buddy. Yeah. What, what do you got All for right. us today, buddy? So um, I don't know if I told Jim this one, but back in the day, like... Yesterday? Late 90s, early 2000s, when you could actually get real live rock that was from the ocean because they would chip the shit off the, off the reef. I got... I put some live rock in one of my tanks, and then I went and I put... A, I had a bunch of fish in there, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay... And then I'd come back the next morning and fish would be gone. And I'd check the back of the fish tank. I'd check inside the filter. I'd check the bottom of the fish tank. You know, I checked everywhere that these fish could possibly be. No dead fish, no nothing. They just disappeared. I totally and remember get, this. Huh? I totally remember this now. Now that you bring it up. This one pissed me off to no end. Because you were checking so like I, on the floor too, right? I mean, like they yeah. jumped out and they weren't nowhere to be found. Well, back yeah. then I want to no point way. out that it was so long ago. This was before the age of security cameras, so they would ha- be on tape, and that was too much money back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh. oh, God. Yeah, but this was, it just would drive me insane. <laughs> so I got to the point where I went and I shut all the lights off, and then I turned on a red light because I had read somewhere that, and this does work for reptiles because I had some geckos get out, but that's another story. That uh oh god oh I've had a I could tell you stories for days story time story time yes story time and this so I go and I'm putting this red light on and this clamshell on the rock opens up slowly after like a half an hour of no light or so and no whoa, whoa. This. I want to t- stop you right there before you give any more details just to let you know he was not on LSD he only had a nickel bag of weed <laughs> I didn't even have any weed. That would have made this better. You know, you're you're, you're telling that, like you know, like it just started opening, man. I don't, oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> when he says red light, it's like you know, I, I started out like a little red light district here in my aquarium. I'm hoping to see some stuff go down. Well, if you're trying to paint a real picture, you got to imagine like those old time photo labs <laughs> where they're like dipping shit, like pictures and stuff, and they only have the red light so it doesn't like ruin the exposure. That's what I'm imagining. He's just sitting in front of an aquarium, like with photos hanging on strings all around him, looking at a clam. Most murderers. No, are. no, no. I didn't do that. I put red light bulb in a what the hell like a just a regular hand carry light sounds high tech well, he took it because it wasn't his front window it's so, like no this is like csi <laughs> so this clamshell started opening and out comes this octopus and not any octopus it's a blue ring oh that's got to get edited shit <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking the same you said <laughs> all right all right keep going <laughs> so Wait, so, start, start from the top again about it opening. This is a censored podcast. This is going to be labeled <laughs> explicit for you kids. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Warning. Um, so this clamshell started opening and out popped this blue ring octopus and started wandering around my tank and eating things, like checking everything. And I went, oh, well, that tank's done. And <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is that tank done? You know what a blue ring octopus is? Tell the tell the audience what a blue okay. ring octopus is. Go ahead, tell them, Adam. A, a blue ring octopus is literally one of the most venomous animals on the planet. There, the 
it bites you, you die. You have 15 minutes and you're dead. You don't even have enough time to tell people that you love them. You're just dead. There and I had this in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, which is the middle of nowhere. Well, wait. And so and also we have to point out that it, you know, you've always had that trouble of telling people that you you love you them. You love them. That's right. You won't even tell me yeah. you love them. So 15 minutes is way past the point that you're comfortable with telling someone you, you know, love them. You know, here here's my thought. Rather than tell your your loved ones that you love them, how about you tell the paramedic to get you the heck to the hospital, you dumb dumb? Well, no, where was his I dick supposed will to go? Fall Grand off. Rapids? <laughs> they didn't know what the heck they had to, to deal with. So then I had to call Jim the next day, which was hilarious. And tell him and I laughed. Yeah, he laughed at me. A lot. And he goes, "Well, your tank is effed." <laughs> and then <laughs> wait, let me. Well, hold on, guys. Hold on. Tea time. Help, explain this to me. People pay tons of money for blue ring octopus. Oh, really? Like, blue rings are cheap. You didn't really just put two and two together and be like, "All right, I own a pet store. I'm gonna sell it." Yeah, to somebody no. who's gonna give it to his pet, his his ex wife for a Christmas oh, present. Liability. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. There's that. Note: Do but, not send that to any ex-wives or ex-husbands. They, they, yeah. There's. You think the CSI crime investigation will get your hair? No, they'll just be like the one dude that sells blue octopus. Yeah, let me see. We're going Narrow to. down in a city of five thousand people. <laughs> yeah. Where's oh. Where's the one pet store? So oh. what did you do? So I basically took a gallon of bleach, took the carbon out, and since there was hardly any fish in there, anyways. Just dump the whole gallon of bleach in the fish tank and let it die. Wait a second. Because I yeah. just realized we're, my phone's ringing right now. Oh my god, it's Peta. <laughs> oh no. Oh well. Well. All they, right, that's what. No, Fourteen episodes really in, and now we're now we're called by Peta. Thanks, thanks, Adam. Peta, it's all Peta your can, fault. Peta can kiss my ass. Yep. <laughs> wow. We have lots of editing, editing right. to do today. All right, I'm going to reel this back in. I have a similar story that's not quite as bad. So let's start with the first one, right? I have a customer that has quite a large aquarium, somewhere on like a 90-gallon long, right? And she's very adamant her fish are her babies. She's like one of those that could easily have like a toy dog in a bag and abuse it all the time. <laughs> so she treats her fish the same way where her husband just gets you know told off, her kids get told off, but her fish is her thing. It's her right? life. And she doesn't. She's not very skilled at it, but she's pretty decent. She knows how to take care of them. So. There's a lot of mothers out there who aren't very skilled at taking care of children. Isn't that the truth? Yes. So she calls me up and said, "My fish are disappearing. I don't see anything. I can't see any carcasses." I'm like, "Ma'am, you have a 90 gallon aquarium. If something craps, you're never going to find it. It's just going to dissolve, and other fish are going to pick at it and eat it. And you're not going to see it in that aquarium because it's very dense." She's like, "No, you don't understand. I lost half of my fish. No disease, no ick, no nothing." I'm like, "All right, let me come over." I couldn't find a scrap of anything. The filters were clean. Nothing. It's like they just disappeared. She has tile all around with no other objects. She doesn't have cats in the house, so if they jumped out for some reason. It, and plus, she had a lid that was sealed on the edges. We had extra clips because she had hatchet fish. And hatchet fish are known to jump out of the tank for those that are listening. Very jumpy. Very jumpy. Yeah. Half of her fish were gone. We bought new fish, acclimated them in, and they kept disappearing. Randomly, but it was all at once. It wasn't like they just kept disappearing one another. Just... Boom, they're gone overnight. So was it a kidnapping? We decided to get this cool thing called a videotape and record her aquarium because we're not going to sit there with a red light and stare into a clam while we're high. <laughs> we're going to take high. the time and do a camera. So we fixed a camera and it was, we didn't want to hide it because, you know, who the hell, we're not thinking of someone stealing something, but we put it high enough it's not really noticed, right? So it's pointing at the aquarium. We can see into the aquarium, right? Her kids, which are at the time like 19, 20, 
they're at their house and we're we're picking up you know details there was no audio or anything but we can tell that they brought booze in they're drinking and sure as shit, they go over to the tank, they scoop some out, and they put them in glasses and shoot them back and choke them down. They're, they're shooting goldfish. Not goldfish, her tropical oh. fish. Oh. They had a sedontist down the neck. Thank God they swallowed it the right way or they'd be in the hospital. Oh, they ate her the? fish whole. They didn't chew <laughs> Why? them. Shot them back because they were drunk out of their mind. Alcohol does wonderful things to a mind. I've never been that drunk. I had to sit there with this poor woman and she you have to watch this. And she's just like, I'm going to beat his ass. Just lost, <laughs> loses her mind. That son of a bitch. He's going to pay for each and every one of those. And just loses her mind. Ate the damn fish. Parenting skills 101. Parenting skills. My God. Right? So apparently, I don't know, this must be a theme that people are like, stuff's missing, right? Well, I had another guy. He was showing me he had a few different aquariums. He had one saltwater, right? No blue ring octopus, all right? And he said that fish are disappearing, you know, here one at a time here and there. Just so you think, oh, they must be dying off. But he wasn't asking me for help. He was just showing me some other tanks. And yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. I just, I can't keep fish. I just can't keep fish. And he's in there. Uh, lifting up the lid and he's leaning over talking to me and he's like adjusting something he has a, a big stack of live rock beautiful live rock with pieces of coral he's fragging out in there and as he's doing this his hands in the tank i think it was like an, an algae scrubber or something and as he's doing this this giant have you okay let's reel back for a minute you guys have seen the movie tremors right yes yes right one of my favorite movies i was raised in an early age to love sci-fi movies tremors if you haven't seen it has kevin bacon Kevin Bacon's a delicious man, and go watch this. Go look to your local library. It, I don't even think it's on like Netflix or Amazon Prime. You're gonna have to go hunt for this. Tremors, amazing rubber monster scary movie, and they have these worms that come out of the ground and grab people. They're called graboids, right? Yeah. It's the craziest shit. They got these like I don't know like claw mouths and shit. You got to see the movie. So as he's doing this, the only way I can explain this is coming out of his live rock was a, a damn graboid. <laughs> oh, a bristle worm? A big bristle worm. It was worming up, kind of feeling where there was disturbance in the force. You know, like he felt vibration, like him scraping the side. And it was kind of like just going out. And it was about stuck as far as my forearm. I'm not a small man, right? It stuck about that long out of his live rock. And I'm like, all I do is like freeze because I notice it. I'm like, graboid! And he's like, what? And he looks down, son of a bitch! <laughs> He, he falls off his little chair and ladder, hits the ground. Like, what the shit was that? It's a graboid! And we're losing our minds. <laughs> what was that? It had, like, this fangs or shit sticking out of its mouth. Oh, my God, I know where my fish have been going. Dude, aliens have landed and they're in your tank. <laughs> what the hell is happening? How, how big was this one? This thing, again, it stuck out of the rocks going to his arm about as long as my arm. What's that? Like, two and a half feet? Foot? Uh, I don't know measurements. I didn't think they got that big. Oh, my God. It was huge. <laughs> and it just, like, wormed out. And it was just, like, going towards the friction. The friction. It was just wow. crazy. He uh, he stopped. and like, all right, I'm going to deal with that. He grabbed duct tape, sealed the top. He didn't want that going anywhere. <laughs> we started looking it up. Babbit worm. What? Bobbit. Bobbit worm, I think it was called. Lorena Bobbit? Bobbit worm. Lorena Bobbit. I feel like what's that's a, like another 1950s love of your life. Well, Lorena Bobbert was the guy, the gal. No, that, no, no, I know Lorena Bobbert. <laughs> she was the gal that whacked her husband's thing off with a knife. 
A bobbit worm apparently is this predator that's in the ocean, and they start quite small, but they can grow up to 10 feet long. And they're just Holy one shit. giant long string. They look like a giant corrugated tapeworm, and the end of it looks like the graboid off of the damn sci-fi movie. It's just they have no eyes apparently, and they just like they were doing in his tank, they're going after the friction. Anything that moves or comes close, they just close their mouth on and fish disappear. And they pull them into their den. They dig and burrow in dirt and sand, and they just wait for fish to come close. It's the craziest, creepiest sci-fi shit. Look it up. Bobbit worm. Bobbit worm. Bobbit so worm. So how'd you kill it? I didn't deal with it. He took care of it. And he, I, I think he Left the house pictures. screaming like a nine-year-old girl. I think he said it was close to five feet. Oh, gosh. It must have been in there for a long time. He said he had a big school, and they just slowly kept going away. So, yeah, he must have been feeding it quite the healthy dose of fish. Ooh. Well, yeah. An expensive bobbit worm. After he eats $100 worth of your fish. Oh, it was gross. Oh, more than that, even. We're talking so, saltwater back in the day. That's got to be like $500 a fish. I'm going to warn you right now. When you look up this, you're going to look it up on like YouTube and shit. Prepare for nightmares. It's some crazy stuff. And this is like, it's not that common, apparently, but apparently it comes in like live rock where you get the blue ring octopus and crap. They'll come in on live rock and then they don't know it's there and suddenly you'll just start losing fish. Yep. Kevin Bacon scares me too. Oh my. He's a delicious man. <laughs> oh Lord. Have you not seen him in Footloose? I, yes. He's Earth's Footloose. greatest superhero according to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Those buns of steel could, could fight crime. Alone. Could fight crime. Yes. Could fight crime. Exactly. Y'all done with your story? Well, I'm done with at least that. That was a nice that, addition to Adams. That, that was that actually was a nice story that went right along with Adams. I got something. I don't know. It's not quite as creepy. But Does it itch? Not really. <laughs> so I was. Oh Lord! I wish you could be here in the studio and just watch me roll my eyes because they're going to hit my brain and bounce back up. All right. So I, I got a couple of stories I I had written down, and uh, this one here happened a long, long time ago. I was in a land before time. Land before time. Before the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Before cable television. Oh, Lord. And before phone booths, yes. So I was driving a load of tropical fish in the dead of winter, January, coldest day of the flipping year, probably. I'm driving north all the way up to the Canadian border. I went within 10 miles of the Canadian border to deliver stuff. One of my suppliers talked me into ordering some large African toads, and I went, I can't remember exactly what brand they were, what they were called. Goliath toads? Yeah. They were about two and a half pounds. Oh, yeah. Goliath Yeah, that's toads. Goliath frogs. Yeah. Eat mice. Eat. Yep. yep. Yeah. Small children. Exactly. And so I, I ordered some of these. I ordered like four just to see what they were like. Because this particular fish company that I bought for, they sold. Because why start with one? <laughs> right. Because Why would you buy five of them? I bought four, you dickwad. Listen. Still. It's like, what do you want, a cat or a, or a frog? I, That's what you want. Can I tell my story? I didn't interrupt. I guess I did interrupt. Yeah, you, you did. I, I did. Yeah, you oh, did. Lord. So you have to realize it's, it's 20, 22 below, but it's a beautiful day because the sun's out in the dead of winter, which we don't get very often. We get a lot of cloudy days. Only Minnesotans say that 22 below with any sort of light or happiness is a form of happiness. Yes, right? exactly. Good day. And so I'm driving north of Bemidji, Minnesota, which is way north, and I'm heading up towards Baudette. I have these toads in a box in my van. There's nothing separating, you know, my, my cargo space. It's just a minivan. I've got probably 14, 15 boxes of fish, and I got these toads. And the sun's coming through the window, and it's just it's just one of those days where you're driving, and the sun hits you in the chest, and you're feeling all warm and woozy, and you're half falling asleep. 
Are you high on Prime? Is that what you had in the back? No, no, I did not have any Prime back then. I didn't okay. know about Prime back then. Right. And I'm, I'm driving down the road, and I'm, I'm, you know, when you see a car up up north, it's either going to be a, a cop or or a cop. It's, it's always a cop because there's nobody else driving up there. It's such an isolated area. As I'm driving, I notice that a cop is coming up behind me rather quickly. And I look down at my speedometer. I'm only going like 61, 62 miles an hour in a 55 zone. I thought, well, what's up his butt? But because I have a little bit larger van, what they what they tend to do is get behind you to kind of hide. So, you know, you'll, they'll meet an oncoming speeding vehicle and then they'll peel off and chase after that person. They were drafting. Yeah, back, yeah, basically. Yep. So I was not really paying attention to the cop back there because he's back there for 15, 20 miles. And I'm driving and it's warm. The radio is on. It's beautiful. And all of a sudden, one of these damn toads, which weigh about two and a half pounds, jumps out of the box, which was sealed, <laughs> lands on the back of my freaking neck like a piece of cold goddamn liver. And I hit... <laughs> No, please don't continue. Oh, you guys. So it's like somebody lays a, a wet, cold liver on the back of your warm neck. So you shit your pants. First you say it, then you do it. <laughs> I kissed every, I, the emergency lane, my lane, the other lane, the other emergency lane. I went across back and forth on this road, back and forth. And I was probably up on two wheels screaming like a little girl. And the lights come on behind me. And then, uh, I can imagine, wait, Officer Willie Bob, missing two front teeth, no. comes up, looks in the window, is like, what for God's name are you doing? And you're just holding this giant two-pound frog in your hand like, I was trying to kiss the prince. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, it is, is one of the Minnesota's finest state patrol, who, and uh, we love the state patrol around here, but they have no sense of humor. None. None. Oh. And anyway, he, he pulls me over, and the first words out of his mouth was, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and I hold up this frog, and I go, <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he looks at this toad, it's freaking January. <laughs> he goes, do you want me to kill it? So then we played 20 questions along the highway with the freaking window open at 22 below zero. What are you doing with the frog? What is that frog? Why is it on your face? Why are you driving this far north? Who the hell wants a frog in 20 degree weather? Do you have this frog's consent? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Why is the frog wearing a lipstick and a dress? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And anyway, he, he sat there. And he doesn't know if he needs to call the news. No, he, no, he's or a, I'm going to tell you exactly what he did. Here's what he did. The local chaplain. Here's what I'm going to tell you. He did. So he goes. He wrote a ticket. No, he for he, a disturbed amphibian. No, he did not. He he laughed his butt off. He told me to have a nice day. Keep the frogs in the box. And he says, I can't wait to get back and tell everybody about this. I says, No, don't don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> so. I get 25, 30 miles north, and there's a state patrolman along the highway, and as I drive by, he turns his light on, and he's laughing his ass off. <laughs> He'd already radioed ahead, because he asked me where I was going, and I told him. And he radioed, and so, yeah, I got every state patrolman, which I saw two more of, that- Whoop, whoop! Yep, they turned the lights on, and they're giggling their butt off. 
<laughs> they gave you like a full on path. Yeah, just just like they had to see the van that had the creepy m- mutant frogs. Yeah, th- this, this poor guy's had a bad day. He had a two and a half pound frog land on his neck when he was sleeping, dang near. And I kissed every freaking lane. I went across that lane three, four times, and and oh god. Eastbound so did it just rip through the box? <laughs> What's that, Adam? It just ripped through the box, didn't it? Yes, it just pushed its way through the box. I had a tape shut with a few holes poked in there and stuff. And, and not only yeah. was that was the one loose, the other three were in the back, and and the one was sitting on top of a hamster cage. And I had back there. He was like, did he eat the hamsters? No, but he was looking for lunch. Oh, I bet he would have. They like hamsters almost as much as they like disabled children. <laughs> what was Whoa! what was that Whoa! about? Oh my God, the father They'll of four. They'll eat small children. You know comments like that make frog incest look safe. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and so that was my one my one cute little story, kind of like yours, but not really. Oh, real cute. Well, real cute. <laughs> you guys make fun of me. <laughs> I've had a lot of run-ins with the law. So what we're going to do, right, is because you help supply different stores, we have to just drop boxes off at Jeff and Nancy's place in Fargo. They own a place called Tropical Fish Shop. It's a fun place. West Fargo, North Dakota. And we're going to bring them a Goliath frog because I think that's going to be a hot item in Fargo, <laughs> don't, don't you? I don't think they're illegal anymore. They're not. They're, they're, they're not, not. Not anymore. This is nope. probably back in like early 90s. Yeah. No. I don't even think you can bring them into the country. Yeah. No, there's frog jumping competitions down south and they use them all the time. For those things? Well, because they have the longest legs of any frog, it's cheating. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> and they also feel like wet liver on the back of your neck when you're driving down the road. I, I'm just, the more you talk, the more I see dresses on frogs. <laughs> it was a consensual thing. Oh, Excuse me, officer. It's, oh, uh, Lord. Her name is Betty. Betty Green. Betty. Betty. <laughs> Betty, Betty Longlegs. Betty Longlegs. All right, Adam. You're, you're, you're up, buddy. You're I'm going to sit here and just punch Robin. I, oh. You know, so, how dare you? You can't just land a bomb like that. That was supposed to be like for the end of the episode. I got, how are we supposed to top that? I've, I've, got, I've got better. Oh, God. All right. Okay, let's, let's, so let's, let's I have Adam. One, but it's more of a my one of my cuss One of my... Uh, a guy visiting my store did this to me. So I He had wasn't in a, a dress with lipstick, was he? <laughs> no, 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 no. So I would have, every now and then, I'd have a tank that I'd put off to the side, and it would be Adam's Hobby Tank. That's where I put my Endlers. And then I had like, they other cool stuff. And do you remember when I had seahorses, Jim? Yes. I got them from you. Yep. So I got a group of seahorses. I had them in a bare-bottom tank. I got them to eat. I'd sell a few. But I had two... That would do the mating thing every morning. They would literally go and they'd do the mating dance and greet each other hello and everything. And the, the, the male was all pregnant because seahorses, males, carry the babies. And the females don't really do anything. But well, well, put the <laughs> eggs in the pouch. Just like your house, right? The way you're describing yeah. it, it sounds like an ABC original dancing with Adam the just admitted to? I said, just like your house, like your wife doesn't do anything and you do all the work. <laughs> She no no no. She's gonna. Oh. I can't believe you didn't catch it. She's gonna punch you in the face when you get. Uh, edit that out. No, we're, we're gonna not. have to do a podcast of Adam in the Doghouse. We'll have to oh. do it at the Doghouse. We can do a three week series <laughs> of Adam in the Doghouse. Three- All right, do continue, sir. Oh, I'm okay. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. So, so the uh, the seahorses. It was a mated pair, and every morning, even as the male was pregnant. Every morning, the male would and the female would do their morning dance. I had a guy come into the store, and he wanted to buy the pair of seahorses. And I said, no, I'm not selling them because the male is kind of pregnant, and I don't know the whole <laughs> kind, thing. Kind of pregnant. Can you just imagine that being a human thing? I'm like, get the pillow, Becky. My back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> 
It would never happen. Was your wife ever kind of pregnant with the four kids or just pregnant? I'm just wondering. Oh, kind of pregnant. Oh, she, there's been, that one was, some of them were pretty rough. It's not pregnant. It's infected with the Adam super sauce. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, is that what you're going to call it now is Adam super sauce? That's what we should name the biological bacteria. Yes. Robbie. Adam Super Sauce. We'll, we'll change oh. We're going to call Robbie Chan from Blue Crown Aquatics and get that patented. Oh, there yes. You go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I've given up. <laughs> on life but itself it's or like, just on this right, story? So back to seahorses, <laughs> right? Let's okay. focus down now. Seahorses, he wanted to buy them. And they're doing the jiggly jiggly. You wanted to buy them. Your dude and was pregnant. I wouldn't sell them because the male's pregnant. And the guy really wanted to buy them, and it's like 10 minutes before store closed, so I'm like, no, I can't sell them. And I said, you can come back after they're done, and I will be more than happy to sell them for you. We'll give you like 500 bucks. No, I'm not going to sell them because the male's pregnant. And I said, look, I've got to go. And I was helping a couple customers at, at the front, and it was store closed. And he goes, well, okay, fine. And he just left. I still know what this guy looks like. When I find him, because I will, <laughs> there will be problems. So I happened? come in the next morning, turn on my light to go and have, because this is the routine they have, it's waiting for them to do their dance. They were both dead on the bottom of the tank. Do you want to know why they were dead on the bottom of the tank? Because they weren't breathing? Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> the reason the why was because Mr. Asshole threw pennies in my tank. Pennies for seahorses have a tendency to kill them. Copper. Copper. The copper in the pennies killed the seahorses. He never set foot back into my store, but I will find him eventually. That was kind of a sad story. It wasn't really funny. It was just kind of sad. Well, it's a learning experience. Don't I mean, have cool things out for people to look at. On right. the Aquarium Guys podcast, we are not ashamed of talking about our mistakes or worse yet, people's stupid mistakes when they come to our store. And we've done research, right? We had a private investigator do some homework and we can't bring this to light but we pretty sure that schmelta airlines was involved <laughs> i will i will blame schmelta you know, <laughs> you know someday there's gonna be a knock on the door there's gonna be a couple of guys in big aviator glasses going oh we'd like to talk to you <laughs> and you know why because they're lost and they can't find the airport they're just gonna <laughs> they're not here to rough us up they just can't find their way to work no they're just gonna aren't they usually the drunk ones <laughs> just in minnesota they're going to oh, find okay. your dead body in Florida, and they're going to be like, we need to ship it up to Minnesota. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs to be cremated first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that was a, that was a really know, sad I'm... story, Adam, but thanks for bringing me down. Oh, Wait, hold I, on. I haven't done seahorses since. I haven't worked with them since because that, it was hold just, on. that was heartbreaking. We need to take a moment of silence for our listeners. So right here, what we're going to do is we're going to play a, a clip of, uh, what was it, Sarah McLaughlin? Oh, that, that. Right here? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Three. To, right here. In the arms of the angel, fly away from here, from this dark, cold hotel room, and the endlessness that you fear. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. That's... Oh. I, why do they use those on commercials? I just empty my wallet every time I see people starving with that song. Oh, I used to like that song. Oh. And then they started beating puppies or whatever they do with that. It's a terrible, terrible. It's just what, like, PETA? Oh, no, not PETA. No, Sarah you, McLaughlin. You hear the first part of that song, and you're like, next station immediately. You just can't do it because your heart, heart, heart just dissipates. Yeah. Just All right, we, 
We need an uplifter. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the reins on this one. Uh, I hope it's not as sad as the last one. All right, no, we're gonna laugh at Rob's. That's what we're gonna do. So leave your clothes on. I'm I'm 29 years old, right? I got married just a just a tickle after 21, just like a couple of days after I turned 22, right? And in my career experience, I'm normally an IT professional, and uh, I own my own business for three years. And my wife, the, the person that's now my wife, told me to pick her the business. So I no longer have that business, and I was trying to get her off my back at the time. So I'm like job at walmart that's what i'll do i'll pick up one day a week at walmart and that'll get her off my back while i continue working this and hiring people for my business and it got cushy you know i punched out and it felt good i working 16 hour days for yourself repairing computers versus an easy eight hour shift telling people that walmart sucks <laughs> i mean you pick <laughs> and you right? work there okay good you pick wasn't near as mo- the amount of money but it wasn't a bad gig either so i worked there for about two years and if you pass a drug test in most walmarts they're like oh management now, right? So immediately I was management in multiple different departments and they sent me around. I was a manager to go to different stores to help clean up problematic stores. That was my job. So I got to go all of these weird bunk town places and then bigger cities also to help out in Minnesota. So I got sent to this one place called Thief River Falls. Thief River Falls is like 40 miles north of uh, two India, uh, Indian casinos. So there's one to 40 miles and one right next to them. And that is all there is casinos you're in the middle of god's country there's no power lines all you see is a random moose and when i first rolled into this town the town scared me the first thing you see after the casino is a shed with bullet holes through the front windows of the glass and that's their movie theater and the only reason i knew that is because through the bullet holes you could see a poster for spider-man playing <laughs> right so i'm trying to find my hotel all the hotels are booked up because the fair's in town the fair's giving in away town. goldfish and carnies and all the freakville right and they oh. only have two hotels carnies don't stay in hotels well apparently these yeah. guys got the economy rate because the hotels were never used <laughs> Right? <laughs> wow. Oh. So I go, you know, I'm trying to find directions because clearly Google Maps doesn't know how the hell this place works at the time. Google Maps probably never been up there. So I pull over Why and this dude you? with one tooth, like, how do you get there? Well, I just turn right at the rusty nail. The rusty nail. Didn't know what direction to go. The rusty nail is truly Normally he'd go a bar. North is north. what he said with, with an F, north. Yep. North. Go north. <laughs> go north. What town is this? Turn Alaska. right at the rusty nail. It's uh, Thief River Falls. So I oh, go I've up. been there. It's a shithole. I go up. <laughs> it's a shithole. It wow. is a shithole, shithole. You guys are just hammering. I drive everything. through this place, right? I go down Main Street, and sure shit, there's a bar, and it's the Rusty Nail. And the only reason I saw that is because the one piece of neon left was sparking as it was turning on and off. <laughs> but below it, you couldn't you know, miss the four people were in a fist fight outside with broken glass. Seeing the cop sitting there on the side, like, his arms crossed, like, whoever wins this is getting locked up. It was just too much to take in, so I just kept driving. I know that was the rusty now. I took a right, and I finally got to this place. I don't even know what it was called at the time. The Parasite Motel. It was under remodel. So when I say this is an HBO hotel, they used to have old hotels where you only enter from the outside, and you have an actual metal wooden key. It had, like, some wooden keychain on it and the rusty metal key. So you go up, and the gal sitting there... You know, on her fourth pack of cigarettes, going, how can I help you, honey? <laughs> One of those things, right? <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I'm, Sweetie. I'm a, ma- a manager from Walmart. They should have called ahead, had my room reserved. She, I told them that we were full. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Please, I have no place to stay. I frankly, I, I shit my pants when I drove past the rusty nail. I need somewhere. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, sweetie, you look good. Uh, 
I got one place. It's not it's not as pretty as the rest, but I'll take it. Whatever it is, I'll take it. Uh, here you go. Here's the key. You have a good night now. Also, ice machine shit on. I, I wouldn't recommend trying it. <laughs> well, thanks for that warning. So I go around the back because they have a whole lineup from this hotel, right? All these weird random doors. I go in the back to find one door that's not like anyone else. It's older. I open it up. And the biggest cloud of dust hits my face like I'm eating it, right? Oh. And it smelt and looked like the last people were there were when the doors were in town. Oh, Lord. It had, like, three-inch shag. I kicked up a rabbit when I'm walking through. <laughs> it had a, a thin line of dust across everything. Paper mache lamps and the biggest old wooden crank knob TV you've ever seen in your life. So you thought, I'm home. No, it was hotter than hell. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? It's 95 degrees outside. I'm a fat bitch, and I need some AC now. So I try to turn on the AC in this giant, giant window unit. It's barely in there. I try to turn it on, and I'm already disgruntled about the whole room, the whole, because I have to be here for two weeks at Walmart. I turn on the knob, and this whole thing sounds like some sort of industrial factory, just like you turn on an old washer with nothing but metal rods in it. Just kong, 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 I'm like, oh, God, it's going to fall out the window. I'm holding the sides of it, and then just like that, it sounds like a, sh a gunshot, just poof, and spit, pine needles, rat shit, whatever was in there, right <laughs> into my mouth. <laughs> oh. you're, you're making this up. No, I vomited, and then I'm like, I can't do this. So they sent a maid in there. They tried to clean up the best they could. They got me new bed sheets. They, they thought they had it cleaned. They went back in there and cleaned, and I spent there for two weeks. Now, the real story, that was just leading up to it. Oh, my God. I'm tired. Right, is I had to work at this Walmart. And the Walmart, it was destroyed. It looked like children were in there for three days, and they threw all the toys and all objects they could in all directions. Like, they were all like, here's five bucks. See if I can f*** it up. And they just went... Ham just through the whole store, but they have no they have no employees because Thief River Falls has two has factories. Has no people. They have two factories. two factories. Yes. They have Articat Factory and DigiKey, which makes all these computer parts. Right, and they pay well. They pay very well. So that means if you can pass a drug test, you're a manager somewhere in Thief River Falls. So Walmart was the hardest to get hit. No one wanted to work at Walmart when they're paying twenty five dollars an hour at the factory. So I had to clean up with no employees and just start going through the store with a small, tiny bit of help that was encouraged from other places. So two weeks we went through the store, and I finally got to the pet department. And the oh, I was this, wondering where we're going, how we're going to wrap this up here. They have this giant tank system, you know, in all the classic Walmarts. They call Mars units. It's like four tanks upon four tanks upon four tanks, and they have this whole working system. And I looked at it like it was a space alien. It looked like it was covered in the orange um, gob monster, like you see from some horror, horror movies. Every single tank was covered in a living slime. It was pulsating <laughs> and orange, neon orange. So when you put a light to it, it just popped like Christmas. It was crazy, just going through every tank, and there was not a single fish. But here's the deal. Walmart has a policy that if they don't have the product in, and the vendor's there, they're just going to drop a fish in the tank because they're going to fill a hole anyway, regardless of how the tanks are stated. So they've been dropping fish, killing fish, for over, like, a month in this thing. So it's just covered in dead fish oh, that they gross. try to scoop out through this orange muck. And they sealed it because it started to stink. So I'm like, all right, we got everything else taken care of in the store. I'm going to use my last two days here to clean up the, the aquarium tank. So I strip this whole thing down. It takes me the whole day. And this stuff, it's so gooey and shitty. And I found out why it was moving was because there's live fish stuck in it. 
So what was it? What was the stuff? I have no idea to this day, but after I got it all done, I went back to the Redneck Hotel, and the entire next day for 12 straight hours, me was vomiting in the in the toilet just profusely I, I couldn't hold any food my skin turned white and i started getting reactions all over my hands and the other walmart associate that was with me had the same issue but they didn't have their hands in the tank so whatever it was some sort of horrible airborne toxin me and another person got horrible sick and just the craziest thing so if you're listening and you've ever dealt with an orange slimy substance in a tank like bright orange, please message into the Aquarium Guys podcast because this day I've been researching it trying to find if I have some hidden cancer that I don't know about thanks to Walmart. <laughs> wow. Whole, I, I had six beers listening to that story and I'm still depressed. It was it was terrible. Just continually adding fish to it and the fish disintegrate. Oh my lord. The only thing I could think of is that it's a slime mold of some kind. I, it was, I don't know. And you got sick. I just want to call that uh, fungus guy that was on Jogren's podcast like a week ago. I'm like, please wipe some Walmart aquariums before they throw them away. Jeepers. And they're all gone now, so that's probably part of the problem. Right. It started with Thiefer for Falls and just spread everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that was a beautiful story. I, yeah, that was cool. You're welcome. Wow, my story's not quite as depressing, but I, I do want to talk about my about my dog last week, and and you've already heard the story, Robs, about my dog. Who, I, I have two dogs at my home. I have a little tiny half Shih Tzu half Pickapoo, and we call her Abby, and she is a little tiny dog. Looks a lot like Benji. Very well behaved. She's in love with my wife, and only deals with me when my wife is gone. The other dog we have is a golden retriever, but it's, it's an English cream retriever, so some people call it a white golden retriever. She's incredibly smart and actually uh, loves Robbie and my son so much that when they she they come over between my Robbie or my son and she cries. She's got this sad, sad... Not for you, no, but for me. Just for you and just for, for my son, Kyle. Kind of like all the women when we go out to outings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody's just dropping... Oh, Robbie! Just, oh. yeah, dropping their panties. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, um, <laughs> I have the same routine. When I get home from work uh, in the afternoon, I'm usually home about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon because I go in very early. I come home and I let my dogs outside so they can go out and relieve themselves. I go downstairs in my basement. I have about 20, 25 tanks down there. I go down and feed all my shrimp and my fish. Normally, when I'm downstairs feeding, it, the, both dogs will come in and come downstairs to, to greet me and stuff. And then it's, it's time for them to have lunch. And I go upstairs and make them lunch. Well, this particular day, Abby comes downstairs, a little dog, comes downstairs and greets me and stuff. And I pick her up and rub her belly and tell her she's pretty and stuff, just like I do with my wife. And uh, I go upstairs and Gracie, our big dog, is laying there on her little bed. What was strange was that there was a coat in the middle of my sunroom that I've never seen before. Did it have any logos or something on it? No, not really any logos, but I went over and I thought, oh, is somebody here? And I start kind of, you know, I had left the patio door open and we're in a small community, but it's not uncommon for my son to come over and throw his coat on the floor. And, but I pick it up and I look at it and there's a pair of keys in there. There's a pack of cigarettes in there and there's somebody's billfold. And in the billfold, it had a picture of a frog in a wedding dress. <laughs> no, it did not have <laughs> Wow. We, you liked that story, didn't you? So I, I kind of thought, is there somebody in the house here? Did somebody come in the patio door when I was gone? So I kind of, my wife has an aluminum baseball bat that I bought for her as a housewarming gift because she wants some protection. Well, well uh, let's get back to that. Like, hold that point because we need to talk about that. That's a <laughs> terrible housewarming gift. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the house. Here's a baseball bat. God yeah. knows you need it. Yeah, you'll need it in case somebody attacks you. So I grabbed this bat and I walk around and we have a pretty good size house. And so I went up through every room of the house, opened up closets, 
you know, yelled out, hey, is there anybody here? He's like, nope, that's just a midget that was there before. That's right. That, well, no, he lives up there. And so we... Uh, His name is Charles. Yeah, Charles. He's our butler. And uh, I came downstairs, and I re- went down to grab this coat again. As I grabbed this coat, Gracie reaches for it with her mouth. Now, she's a golden retriever, and the one thing I didn't say is that she carries something around in her mouth, like her blanket or uh, a toy, all day long. And so I thought, oh, did you bring this in the house? I thought, oh, she probably grabbed it from one of the neighbors or something. So I went outside into the backyard and there was nobody around. So then I walked to the front of the house and across the street, we have a city park. And there was a city worker over there with a pickup truck kind of wandering around aimlessly. And I walked over and said, hey, I said, you smoke marbles. (laughs) (laughs) I said, hey, do you, uh, are you missing anything? Are you missing a coat? He goes, yeah. And I says, I've got it. And he looks at me and goes, what? And I said, uh, my dog, I think, came over and grabbed your coat. And she was right behind me. And she had her blanket in her mouth. And uh, I said, was it this dog here? He goes, yeah. He goes, I, she came over and standing at the end of the driveway. And I said hello to her. She came over and I petted her, told her to go back home. Well, he was working on the back of the back of his truck. There, There's a fire hydrant out there and they're getting it winterized and they're putting up these big red flags. So when we get three feet of snow here, you still can find the fire hydrant during the fire. So when there's a fire in our neighborhood, you spend about half an hour digging out the fire hydrant and then you don't put the fire out because house is already gone but anyway um i said well i think i got your coat back at the house and so he's kind of going like what the heck and so he followed me over and i says you know i apologize i said my dog probably just grabbed your coat and we got back over there and sure enough um it was his coat and he opens up and i said you got everything in your pockets now because she might have lost it you know dragging it across the yard and um so he opens it up and and there's his keys and smokes and he opens up his billfold and there's and he's missing the 20 and he goes there's no money in there and i'm thinking oh crap he goes, but that's mine because I don't have any money. I'm going, yay. <laughs> and so he goes, you don't mind if I take some selfies with your dog, do you? And I'm thinking, oh, kind of weirdo are you? But he goes, nobody's going to believe this, you know, and uh, he says, I'm going to tell my wife that. So, yeah, there, there's this city worker out there in my front lawn taking pictures with my dog. And uh, so, yeah, my, my dog's a kleptomaniac. So two things, right? Number one, we've learned the lesson here. We all have that, you know, if you have, see a man's coat in your living room and you have a dog, don't immediately think that your wife's cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, <laughs> um, Kyle, if you're listening, good skills in the klepto uh, training. I there mean, we go. We're two steps away from stealing their uh, just their wallet. Right? Just their wallet. We work for we work for coat because we can't get it yet. We'll get to wallet. We'll work on this together in next meeting. All right. So that was that was my my sad story. I have another one later on, but it's not as sad. It's kind of funny. Well, we have to have more funny notes. We can't keep vomiting about Walmart fungus and talking about how people kill shit with pennies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this one. All right, penny killer. What's your next story? Penny killer? I didn't do it. Yeah, prove it. Well, you're just okay. mad because you didn't want to listen to your two cents. Do you think Delta did oh! it? <laughs> oh! That was good, Rob. Oh! That was a good one. Was, yeah. Give us your two cents worth, or let's blame Delta for killing your stuff. Schmelta. Schmelta. It's not Delta. It could never be possibly Delta. It's Schmelta Airlines. I'll frame you for murder. <laughs> Check that out on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a bit by John Mulaney. Just type in John Mulaney, Delta Airlines. Yeah. You, you think we've got anger issues. Talk to that guy. <laughs> He's just who's, as bad. Who's John Mulaney? He's an amazing comedian. Amazing comedian. Listen to him. I'm going to have to look him up. All right, your, your turn. Your turn, buddy. Okay. So I don't know if I told Jim. Jim should remember this one. So here's another saltwater thing. So I was, I had my, I had, I had four saltwater tanks. Well, six, but. <laughs> I, but two don't count. I just, well, I tell my I, wife that so she doesn't realize what the electric bill's going for. <laughs> wow. 
No. In my store, I had six saltwater tanks. Three of them were for, you know, store display fish. One of them was, like, my quarantine tank. The other one was, like, a brackish slash saltwater slash coral tank. And then the other one was where the seahorses were. That's too I many slashes. All right? You can't have that all in one tank. Not unless you're playing for Guns and Roses. <sighs> okay. Slash. Anyways. Oh, Thank you. You had to explain that, Joe. Wow. For those of you listening, Slash plays with Guns N' Roses. I remember who Slash is. He has the hat. Yes. Yes, thank you. Oh. Thank you, 30-somethings. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead, Adam. So I was in the bottom tank, and in the bottom tank, I had my dangerous fish that I couldn't put in the reef tank or the peaceful fish tank or with the live rock. So I had, like, my moray eels, my lionfish, you know, rabbit fish which are poison or venomous you know stuff like that so i'm in there digging around the rock so i was digging in the tank and all of a sudden i was talking to the customer all of a sudden my hand just goes to the like most severe fire pain i've ever had and i'm like oh shit this is bad because then i realized oh adam touched the dwarf lionfish that he had in the fish tank (laughs) And if anybody's ever seen a dwarf lionfish, they know they've got spikes all over. They got spines down the side, spines on all the fins. They're a nasty fish to deal with, and you have to be really careful to handle them. And delicious. Well, you don't handle them, but you know what I mean? Just deal with them and deal with in the tank. I go and I run to the back. I say, I got to run. And I go to the back and I put on the hottest water possible on my arm and and on my hand to try to dissipate the venom. And that doesn't work. Then I have a jug of vinegar that I kept in the back just for this emergency, although I later found out it only works for jellyfish. No, you have to piss on yourself. You can't use vinegar. Yeah, well, I thought vinegar worked. So what you're saying is you whipped out your dick and you just started, like, fountaining yourself. I poured vinegar on my hand and on my arm where I got grazed by this lionfish. And you smelled like a pickle. And this is why he had to bleach the octopus. (laughs) Because he knows what he does with other venomous creatures. Is you cannot pee on yourself after you got bit by an octopus. No, blue rings will kill you. There's just no, there's just nothing that you can deal with. Lion's fish are secretly an aphrodisiac. So this whole time he's just hung like a hog. Wow. This has gone south. This has gone way south. Get it? Below the border? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Continue, please. So I called Jim, and Jim goes, I go, Jim, I got nailed by a dwarf lionfish. Huh. This is a Jim's exact words were, huh, I bet that hurts. <laughs> I bet it did, too. <laughs> and I'm like, it hurts a lot. What do I do? Well, I don't know. I'm like, I poured, I did the hot water. That didn't work. I ran out of hot water. I'm doing the vinegar thing. That isn't working. So what he's do reading I do? the back of the box and it says if it lasts longer than four hours, <laughs> to call your doctor. Call your doctor. No. Or use so a towel. Goes, so actually, Jim got a hold of Julie for me. I did. That was the first time I'm ever, you, do you remember that? Yeah, I called her. Yeah, and then she called me. No one called a doctor. You no. call your sales rep. <laughs> That's right. And she put me on hold for 15 minutes. <laughs> Adam's dying. Get back to me when you get a chance. I'm driving. I don't care. I didn't sell it to him. It's not my problem. Yes, you did. I know. I was just trying to get myself out of a lawsuit. Jimmy's just sitting there going like, I don't know. If, is this USDA thing? I don't know where I'm going to get the call from. Well, I was. it was my fault. I forgot that I had the damn lionfish in there. So it, th- finally the pain went away and my hand just went numb and I couldn't move it. Like 
completely numb <laughs> and it just kept going higher and higher. It went past my elbow and up to my shoulder. And, and this I, whole time you're just hearing the Seagrass hold music? <laughs> no. I hadn't heard from anybody. And I'm like freaking out. And I'm like, well, maybe I should call the doctor. And I'm like, I was well, having lunch I live somewhere. in Grand Rapids. There is no Please doctor knows. smart enough to deal with this. Yeah, I was having lunch somewhere, so I really didn't care. <laughs> I mean, they find a you dead were bo- actually. Where, where was you I? Were- I don't know. You sounded concerned over the phone. I like how no one's like, let's Google this. <laughs> that was probably before you could giggle it on your inner tube. Oh, no. Well, it was like early. I don't remember. I I don't remember. That was not going through my mind. Your it pain was more... just kills me. It just, I think it's funny. <laughs> I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, your you... friends. Okay, just let's, let's recap here. Just for the <laughs> listeners, because I need this. You're sitting there. You have a venomous creature in your tank. Number one. You're like, oh, well, that was there. Hey, let's go for bobbin. Let's go bobbin for apples. We didn't put like, don't stick your hand in there, may cause death. No, no warning. Venomous creature, not even a little bell for when you open the lid. Just stick your hand in there and see how it happens. And two, after you get stung, you didn't have a prep plan. We didn't know what happens when venomous thing touches hand. Call your buddy Jim. So then you're like, well, let's go to the next best thing because I don't want to pee on myself. But I'm going to use the Aunt Jemima treatment and just grab whatever syrup or liquids in the kitchen, happen to be vinegar, and pour it on yourself. Nope, didn't work. No, no, no. This was at my store. It nailed me at my store because I didn't keep them at the house. All right. Well, you were cleaning your coffee pot and had vinegar around. And you're like, let's try that. Nope. Next, I'm going to call my fish dealer and say, hey, I'm going to die. (laughs) What do you think? I bet that sucks, didn't it? Which just shows the bond between Jim and Adam, right? And then I had deep concern. I thought, what if he dies? I won't sell him nothing next week. And then proceeds to call your the wholesaling rep to be put on hold while it's creeping up to his heart. All right, thank you. Yeah, continue. Just so she calls me. Just for the listener, he ain't dead. So yeah, I'm not. No, but now I know why he talks funny. (laughs) Now you know why he writes with his left hand. His right hand. I just thought he dabbed his hand hand to his chin for no reason. You thought he had a stroke, didn't you? I did. (laughs) Now I know it's a stroke. So I finally get a phone call from Florida, and I answer it right away. And it's Julie on the phone, and and she goes, "Hi." This is Julie, and I'm like, "Hey, this is Adam." And she Wait, goes, is this "Jim how you told met? me what happened." She goes, "That is how you met." Like a bitch, doesn't it? <laughs> and Adam's just like, "Who are you people? People calling people calling long distance to make fun of you? Are all fish dealers sadistic? Pretty much, they're all sadists. They they, they have to be." So I'm talking to her, and I'm like, "So she's like, well, has the pain dissipated? <laughs> yes, but the problem is." <laughs> She stayed at the Holiday Inn Express the night before, so she was a doctor. <laughs> so she, I said, literally, I told her, I'm like, the problem is, is my hand doesn't work. She goes, what do you mean your hand doesn't work? Well, I can't move my arm, and Wait. the numbness is growing progressively further up my left arm. Tell me, at she that goes, very moment, you're just like, and then the numbness is proceeding into my face, <laughs> and then I don't know what to do, do we? And then, wah, 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 like Snoopy. You're walking on the street. Did you go no. see a dentist? No, I did no, not. No, that's I that's do not, not have a glass palate. <laughs> that's not even the best part. Oh, that's she not li- the best she- part. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait so for this. She's, she's talking to me, and I'm like t- explaining to her all this stuff. And she's holding up and two she- fingers in Florida, going, "How many fingers?" And you're going, "I don't no, know. I can't see in Florida." Like- <laughs> she was like, "Okay, <laughs> that's a new one." Up. You're on the phone. <laughs> 
You're 2,000 miles away. I cannot see how many fingers you're holding up. <clears throat> no, she's, she's talking to me, and she's like, where do you live? And I'm like, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. She goes, where the hell is that? I said, I'm an hour and a half from the middle of nowhere. And she goes, well, where is the nearest triage hospital? I said, well, I don't know, probably Duluth. That's like an hour and a half away. You're going to die. Goes, she goes, these are her exact words. Well, I guess you're fucked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's not nice. And she goes, let me ask what we do down here. And then she put me on hold. Chicka, chicka, boing, boing. She, she went and called me. You know, she answered. She called, She goes, yeah, we've never had this problem. Because nobody's that stupid. Nobody's that dumb. Nobody's She's that actually dumb. been stung a couple times. You know, we're going to get her back on this podcast. We're Did you ask if she peed on herself? <laughs> no, she told me that what happens is it's like the worst. She actually got stung by even a dead one. Because apparently the dead ones will release the stuff, release the venom. They're the really fast ones. The, well, yeah. The dead but, ones. But, um. They'll get you so, every time. Every time. The they'll jump right out. Yeah. They'll sneak, they'll sneak up on you. So she uh, she told, she said, well, if it gets any worse, you probably are going to have to go into the hospital. And I said, well, I'm going to probably driving with die. One arm. I don't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> Adam's pain is my saving grace. I love it. He walks in. It's like, oh, you have a cleft palate. I do not have a cleft palate. <laughs> I've been stung by a fish. He's trying to cut out. What's it called? It's a lion fish. I want a flying fish. <laughs> that was probably one of the worst things I've ever been stung with. And she said that she got stung by one of the big ones. And that that's like really bad. That that'll bring like um, apparently a few guys have been netting them, you know, at Seagrist and putting them in the bag. But they'll get nailed by one. And she says that'll bring them right. Like, boom, they'll be go right to their knees. Like well, I'm assuming they have in Florida anti-venom because they have venomous creatures. We have one venomous creature, I think, in Minnesota. It's the cottonmouth, and it's at the very southernmost tip. That's rattlesnakes too. Yeah, we have we have diamondback rattlesnakes. There's down actually, by here. Down by where Adam lives, there's diamondback yeah. rattlesnakes. Yeah. Well, don't yep. stick your hand in the garbage can. And if you do, don't pee on yourself. Yeah, it, <sighs> peeing won't help. Instead, yeah. you have to have Jimmy suck out the. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I saw that movie and Jimmy's not doing Jim, it. Right. Jim actually called the next day and he's like, so you better? Well, my arm still doesn't work. Well, at least whoa, you're alive. Whoa, hold on. I was just trying so to see you... if I had an order for the next week. Time out. <laughs> oh, there's so much to digest here. So you, you talk to Julie. Well, you're fucked. And you know you have to go to the doctor. You didn't go to the doctor? Hour no. and a half drive. There's no drive through over there by their McDonald's. Oh, my God. There, so you just sat there with half of your body completely numb? It was more of just an arm all the way up to the shoulder. But, yeah. Did you at least close for the day? No, I finished the day out. Oh, my God. I just God. couldn't move the arm. Can you imagine him sitting there? Excuse me, sir. Are you interested in my face? <laughs> I just want to tell you. Excuse me. Can you hand me the net? I only have one arm that works. Can you help me button my shirt? Because I can't button my shirt. No. I, can you dab... Yes. The the spittle coming out of my mouth right now. <laughs> that isn't even so between those two. That isn't even the worst venomous thing that I've had in my pet store. <laughs> do well, not, yeah. Do not talk about. But hopefully you at least girlfriend. put like a skull and crossbones on the label before you open the box. So what if we no? Learned? That's another story. What have we learned today? Keep your hand on that. So very nice friend. There's yeah. so much. It, don't pee on yourself unless it's jellyfish, yeah. number one. <laughs> number two, if you're a dipshit and decide to stick your hand in a tank with a, a venomous fish, you know, don't touch dead ones because they'll still hurt you. Yes. And then when you do get stung, for God's sakes, don't call fish vendors. Yeah, people who don't care. 
That'd be another another don't, name for it. People who don't care. Don't like, do that because on the phone, they're just like, well, I don't, I, what do you want me to do about it? How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> exactly. I'm and then you them. call the next day being the good salesman. You're like, hey, one more fish? <laughs> what did you think to me? I don't know what I want. Hey, I've got a special on lionfish. <laughs> Two for a dollar. I'm not even afraid of lionfish. I just, that you are, one. You are my brave little toaster. <laughs> You are. I'm sitting there when I have a when I have a stingray in my tank. Even though they will never sting you. Oh yeah, tell that to Steve Irwin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get a 24 inch tong to feed it, but you're just sitting there at lionfish. I'm like, oh, ow, ow. <laughs> so that's the last time you go bobbing for apples in the aquarium, huh? No, I don't even remember. I think I was trying to get a fish out of the tank for somebody, and I completely forgot that I had the dwarf lionfish in it. I ended up getting the fish out though. You're a brave little toaster. All right, whose turn is it? I, I don't know, but I <laughs> thought I was going to pee myself. That was, nothing can, I thought nothing could top the frogs. Now nothing can top the, the venomous <laughs> stuff. I have a question for my next story, because I, I, I don't know if this is. <laughs> Are you going to ask yourself or something? No, else? I need Piss Boy's vi- advice here. <laughs> oh, th- this guy here on the. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, so when I was younger, right, we did a lot of fun things in the classroom, right, in elementary school. I, I went to a private school in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. It was wonderful. And the teacher was very uh, open to new ideas. So each year we had a theme, right, of a different continent that we'd study all year long as a theme. So we were doing, I believe, uh, just Asia. So we decided, hey, teacher, please, could we get goldfish? And we got a kiddie pool and made a pond in the center of the, of the classroom. All the desks were around it. It was beautiful. Right? They still have it. They still have it. They still, still my fish that I put in there The um, to this day. Our buddy, uh, Ty, who does tank maintenance, goes over and takes care of a saltwater tank. I was just over there with yep. him not three weeks ago, and they still have it over there. And they still have my original goldfish from all those years ago. I, I, I have to do math. Like, what was that 2002? No, I, 2000. 2000, probably from then. So what, 18 years old? Yeah. That's pretty incredible. And it's still a kiddie pool. Right. And the the fun thing is, we didn't know, just on this little part before I go to the next tangent, is the floor was heated. And we never put two and two together that putting a kiddie pool on the floor of a heated floor continually makes them in a breeding cycle. So they're always acting like they're going to breed. So we've got mops and had the whole thing. And that's what you want to see when you're in elementary school. You want to see the fish getting it on. Well, the fun thing was... <laughs> the we, fun thing. We had the, not disabled kids, but the kids that had like intense ADD like they couldn't focus for anything so every time they get distracted rather than being a ruckus in class they just stare at the fish wow. so it was a massive improvement in class for all the kids and it's still there because of it because it's such a success but one year we're doing Africa and they said hey we should get frogs and a lizard and whatever right I learned my lesson at the end of the year they're like well we can't take care of these we don't have a tie to come take care of these fish let's dissect them let's let's just take care of this so they're like hey kids who wants who wants the lizard i do who wants the frogs and my buddy's like i do and we went over to his buddy's place because my mom was going to have surgery so i stayed at his house for a week and he just we just got to his place we set down this sweet terrarium of frogs and there's two green african frog-esque things i don't know what they were they're bright green and they wouldn't move during the day they just sat on a leaf they wouldn't do anything you put food the food be gone the next day when you come back to school Maybe. They're, I know they were just like little green frogs, and they're cuter than hell. I'm sitting there in his room, and we're sleeping, right? In the middle of the night, we we hear thunk, 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 thunk. Oh, it must be frogs, all right? And we kind of ignored it. They kind of calmed down, and we just fall back to sleep. And then in, mid, in the middle of the night, 
<laughs> we shot out of bed, shit our pants. We're like, what's going on? We book it outside. We're like, thinking like someone got stabbed. I run upstairs. I'm slipping. There was a dog I tripped over. I hit my head on the stairs. Ah! There it was again. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? And there's only three people in the house. His dad, him and me. What is going on? We're like... Is somebody like we have neighbors? Maybe they, there's someone got stabbed or shot. We're going outside. Like, Do you see anything? No, I don't see anything. Why is your head red? I gashed my head. Ignore it. Go. And we're just looking. <laughs> what the hell is going on? We're going up and down the stairs. The dad wakes up. What in shit's name's happening? And as he's coming to us, talking to us, Dad, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> and we can't figure it out. We go downstairs because we heard it coming from the bedroom again. And sure as shit, it's those damn frogs in the middle of the night. Those frogs are screaming? <laughs> screaming, and it sounded like a, a woman was getting stabbed. Oh, no. It was like a human scream, and they both did it. Oh, It was Lord. the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. Oh, I've never had such a heart attack. So is that normal? Yes. That's normal. That So people should have on pet stores. May make you shit your pants. <laughs> No one noticed because it was at school all year, and, yeah. and no one's there in the middle of the night, so that who knows if some bum was outside listening to someone getting raped <laughs> inside the school. It was the most terrorizing thing. So, public service announcement, know that frogs will keep you up forever. Don't get those frogs. Yeah. Don't. Get Goliath frogs instead there because they're cooler, and you can make out with them like Jimmy does. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. All that screaming. Made me hungry. It was awful. Yeah, I bet it was awful. Well, I've got another story. This is kind of a long story. I know for a fact I've never told Rob's. I don't think I've ever told Adam. And a matter of fact, when my wife and I were having dinner just before I came over to do the podcast, I was telling her about it. She goes, I've never heard this story. So this is a long, long time ago. Glasses to you, sir. In the land of make-believe. Adam's, no. Adam's just sitting there like, I really do I hear that story. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there trying to get his hand to work. It works. It works. Yeah, he's probably holding up his middle finger right now. I mean, every time I, I reach out my pinky, he goes to the left. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to Minneapolis one time, and I stopped in central Minnesota. I'm not even going to tell you what city it is. I've made up the names of the two people that own the pet store because this made the news. So I, I know exactly who it is. It made the news. <laughs> it, it made the news. Fascinating. I don't think I've ever told Adam about this. So well, you certainly haven't told me. So I'm driving down the cities one day, and I, I, I was looking for pet stores to try to, because I was a distributor, but I was on my, I was on my, like a day off. So I stopped in, talked to this particular pet store, and said, hey, I got angelfish. Would you be interested? And she goes, yeah, if you get anything that's dark, because I never can get black angelfish. You know, I always get silvers and stuff. I said, yeah, I got black. She goes, well, next time you're down, bring me some. So she ordered like 50, and I went down there like a week later, and I dropped them off. And she goes, hey, I really like these and stuff, and if they live in my tanks, I'm able to sell them. She goes, you'll get repeat business from me. So I Left those, and she called me back like not even two or three days later. She goes, hey, you got any more of those because I sold out, and I'll take, you know, what else do you got? So I said, well, I carry all kinds of fish. I got Goliath frogs. No, at this time, I did not have Goliath frogs. This is like 1994. I was this many. Yeah, you were four, and Adam was probably in the land of make-believe. I don't know. How old no, were you, Adam? I, no. Think I, find, I think I was back in the States then. Were you back in the States? Uh, that's another story. <laughs> So, so the, this this gal and her husband own this standalone pet store, and they were making money hand over fist. And I know this for a fact because she she had said that yeah, we we're making like four or five thousand dollars profit a month just off this pet store. Her husband worked outside the pet store. The pet store was her baby. So she decided that she was going to move into the mall, and she had to go beg, plead, and borrow to get into the mall. She wanted to get in the mall just to have more traffic. 
Now, you go from a standalone pet store, which was paid for, by the way, and she wanted to go into the goddamn uh, mall, which is very expensive. So she said, you know, I'm going to open up the, have the grand opening on a Saturday, and she gave me an $1,800 order, which was huge back then. She goes, well, yeah, let's see, 94 that's like a lot of money. It was a lot of money, yes, it I'm was. I'm trying to remember what bread cost back then. Yeah, a nickel. So anyway. Wasn't I, gas like 10 cents? Oh, my God. Wow. No. No, you just fed fed hay to your horse when he pulled you down in your buggy. Oh, okay. And and so I go over there, and and she says to me, can you bring it down on Friday because I'm having the grand opening on Saturday. She had, like I said, she had really had to talk to the mall and letting her in. And the mall made her, you, you know, when you go to the mall and they're closing at 9 o'clock at night or whatever, and they pull down the big gated doors, they wanted a glass sealed door because they had they wanted no odor into the you know it makes sense they wanted they don't want to have any puppy smells into the mall and so she paid like four thousand dollars at the time for this big heavy glass door and so she says can you meet me on a friday morning and i i take i took off a day of work because i just did the, the distri- distribution part-time took the day off of work and i went down and she goes can you meet me at 7 a.m i go seven o'clock in the morning you're three hours down from me so that means i gotta leave like at four o'clock so i get there right about five to seven and she told me what car she was driving she had a little red sports car i get there there's three cars in the whole parking lot of this huge shopping mall and i wait and i wait and i wait and went to the mall banged on the door and finally after maybe 7 30 quarter to eight she came out of the mall she goes oh i've been waiting for you i'm like well i've been here for over freaking 30 minutes you know and so she goes, well, just grab the fish and, and uh, come on in. So I grabbed my two-wheeler and I grabbed the first three or four boxes of fish. I'm very excited because I've already got the profit that I've made. I've already spent that money in my head three times on the way down. So I get down uh, into the mall and stuff and she's going, yeah, I had to pay $4,000 for this glass door and stuff. And she goes, they're really you know, picky. They don't want any smells in this house or in, in, the, in the mall. And I said, yeah, I totally understand it. And she goes, but I, I plan on making bank here and stuff. She goes, I'm going to be here for a long, long time. I said, okay. So anyway, as she opens the door, the most putrid smell of feces, dog poop, cat poop, rat poop comes wafting out from underneath this door. And as she opens this door, out runs six or seven guinea pigs like they were shot out of a cannon. Guinea pigs, mice, rats, gerbils, puppies, kitties, 4,000 crickets all loose in the store it was like noah's ark like somebody crash landed noah's ark onto a freaking island and she opens this door and and first the smell hits you and then this guinea pig comes shooting by you at 75 miles an hour and you're going what the heck she turns on the light and you see every animal is loose in the store i'm talking every single animal she told me that she made a 18 or no a 1200 order just on reptiles and feeder rats and and mice and stuff she had a huge store and she goes oh my god help me catch these so as you're trying to catch these guinea pigs and whatnot as i'm trying to put them back into these cages which i don't even know if they belong in these cages i notice there is not a single lid on any of these cages i'm thinking what a stupid woman she doesn't have any lids on any of these cages how does she not did someone ransack the place yes they all vandalized the place and just let it all out. Yes. So when she turned on the light, it was like chaos in there. And I said, there was cockatiels and parakeets and finches that flew out into the mall. Guinea pigs, rats, mice. They had uh, the, the guys that were running the, uh, the maintenance department. They came with brooms and kept sweeping mice and rats back towards us so we could catch them and put them in tanks, which had no tops. So you're trying to find a bag of dog food or something to put on top of them to keep them from coming out. So how many hours were you doing this? I was there till noon. So from 
7.30 till noon. Didn't sell her the fish. You're running around like your head's chopped off, catching shitty animals, and then you didn't sell your fish. She goes, I don't know if the tank's safe. Somebody's been in here to ramsack the place. I don't know if the fish are safe and blah, blah, blah. So I, I help her. I load up the fish. I go home going, what the heck just happened? So I get a call from her three days later, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, she's going to want these fish. She goes, I got kicked out of the mall. I bet she did. I said, well, you got kicked out of the mall. She goes, I got kicked out of the mall. I got fined, and um, I got to go back to my old store um, and you know, bring me some fish the following week. And then that was the last time I ever heard from her. Now fast forward two years. I'm in Orlando, Florida with my buddy Mark, and we are sitting at the Pet Expo in Orlando, Florida, and this really cute gal came up to me, who I had no idea who she was. She goes, excuse me. She goes, where are you from? I said, we're from Minnesota. She goes, do you sell tropical fish? I go, yes, I do. I said, how did you know that? She goes, just hold on. And so anyway, she walked away, and I'm looking at Mark, and I'm going, this is kind of weird. And she walks up with this guy who I vaguely recognize but can't place him. And here it was the woman from the pet st- from the mall. It was her ex-husband. 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 Which was husband. And now divorced over a mall situation. Right. Okay. So now I hear the rest of the story. Oh boy. So it's like it's Sunday morning news. We should oh, we should release this episode on Sunday. Oh man. This is the rest of the story. The rest of the story. So he comes over and introduces goes, he goes, Hey, are you from Minnesota? And I go, Yeah. And and this was his girlfriend that he sent over. He goes, I thought I recognized you and stuff. And he goes, uh, we used to have so and so pet store and then my wife moved to the mall. And I went, holy crap. And he goes, uh, were you there the day that the pet store blew up? And I go, actually, I was. And he, he goes, uh, I need to buy you a drink. Yeah. He, and he did. He said, he said, can I get you guys a beer? And they're, they're selling beer there. And he said, yeah. So we went over and sat in the corner. Here's the rest of the story. So this woman is having an affair with the guy at the mall who is like a general nutrition place, you know, where they sell all this stuff. Well, of course, he's got to be physically fit. Yeah. And so anyway, so apparently she's having an affair with the guy across the, the hallway from the mall. And that's why she wanted to move into the mall. He caught wind of it. And he went in the night before the grand opening. He took. He did it. He took all the lids <laughs> with him. <laughs> he, oh, my God. Here's what he did to her. He knew that she was fooling around with a guy across the hall. He had said, don't move into the mall. It's not going to be good for our relationship because he knew what was going on. (laughs) She had totally denied it. So he goes in there. She had taken all of her money because they had her money and his money. She had taken all her money, put it towards his pet store. He caught wind that she was fooling around with this guy. He went in there that night, and here's what he let out. And he told me, and he knew exactly what he let out. He let out 4,000 crickets, (laughs) 100 mice, 24 rats. 10 or 12 guinea pigs, 6 or 8 cockatiels, 25 finches. I shouldn't laugh. It's terrible. Canaries. Oh, man. Ball pythons all loose in the store. And when he left, he actually took a wire cutter, cut off all the doors of the bird cages. He took all the lids from the, you know, the top of the screens for the hamsters and stuff. He took them with him. He went. So here's what he told us. He goes, yeah, I did all that stuff to her because she had it coming. And, and he said, she got kicked out of the mall, you know, like a, a few days later, which I knew. And he says, so while, while you guys were cleaning that up, he says, I drained both of our bank accounts. I took every piece of furniture that we had, put it, he goes, and I was in Arizona in 16 hours. I bet he was. And I'm just like, oh man, this is unbelievable. But it took, it was one of those deals where you had this confused, you know, who would have done this? And now it totally makes total sense 
about what happened. And I just laughed my head off because it was like somebody shot a guinea pig out of a cannon when that first well, door opened up. I mean, a beer for $1,800 a fish. I'm just saying he owes you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I never did sell those goddamn fish to her. And uh, she went out of business and that's all he had known. But now he says, I have a buddy that still lives there in town. He goes, so after about six months, after this whole fiasco in there, he says, this made the news. They found a five and a half foot ball python roaming the mall that was fat and sassy. <laughs> and he says, they're still, they're, he goes, they're still blaming her. He goes, here's the best part. He was only 18 inches when I let him go. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently we know that there's still some mice and rats left in that mall. <laughs> and like I said, it made the, the local TV news. It made the local paper. And, uh, yeah, that was that was my good thing. Now, see, you kind of feel sorry for the animals. Y- you, you, know, you gotta. It was, it was a terrible thing. And, and, you know, if you've ever just... And they never caught him. They just blamed her. He was in Arizona in 16 hours, It doesn't matter, but they, they do investigation, like, who could have done it? There must have been cameras. I don't no. know. That's probably, 94, they didn't nine, have nothing. 94, probably not. It was Like I said, it was brand new. She probably didn't have cameras up. And well, it, it's over 20 years ago. He's not going to get convicted now. Right. And the thing is, is that, you know, they had the keypad on the outside, and those were brand new at the time. And uh, so, yeah, he let himself in and took, <laughs> took all the... So if, if you know if your wife or husband is cheating on you, there's a little story for you. There's no more slashing tires, like some country songs. Just cut every top off of your pet store. <laughs> no, he took them home with him. He and, took, take the, and take the tops with you. Yeah, he just took, the, took them home and... and um, yeah, he, he drained their bank account. He said the only thing I left her left her with was her car, and I was thinking about getting that towed because I knew she'd be busy for a while. And she was because I was helping her. Until noon. Until noon and sold nothing. And sold nothing. Yeah. That, That's almost as good as the husband cheated on me sale. So <laughs> was that the best beer of your life? You know what? It actually was before he got done. He did buy several beers, and we actually did go out and have dinner with him and his wife. I mean, he was re- on his tab. Yeah, he was remarried. Okay. Yeah, he took us out, and uh, yeah, um, you know Mark uh, Adam, who owned a pet store up there in Bemidji and stuff. It was him and I. Yep. And uh, we, I just sat there, just down in my head. But it was one of those deals where, like, it's two years later, and it's all put together. It's like a big giant puzzle, and you're kind of going, "Oh, I get it now." <laughs> I bet it made your memory a lot sweeter. You know, and I didn't even think about this story until you were going down to uh, Alexandria the other day and stuff, and it reminded me of, of that kind of down that. that. That kind of feel. Yeah, it wasn't down there in Alexandria, but it was south of there, yeah. <laughs> I think we need to end it on that one. No, it can't get better. There's no way. I got nothing better than that. I got a couple stories, but how about you, Adam? Uh, I've got a couple, but uh, we no. can end it. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to call that one um, the winner. <laughs> by unanimous decision is Jim Colby. Praise be. <laughs> Praise be. Praise. Praise be the flying cockatiels and the uh, guinea pig cannon and that the, he was shot out of. And the I've never seen a guinea pig pet. come out of a pet store at 100 miles an hour in my life. What had all those snakes chasing it? Well, God. I mean, just the smell that wafted out of there. It was like going into a, to a country music festival and coming out of the outhouse. And it's like, holy cow. Oh, boy. I don't know if she got her $4,000 door back or not. <laughs> Maybe that's all they gave her. They just ripped off the door, so here's your memento. Yeah. Probably lost her deposit, too. Oh, some, yeah. There's some stains on the carpet. Oh, just the, there's so much to take in. Well, guys, thanks again for tuning into this podcast. This has been a uh, eye-opening on all of us, you know. If we, if we do just a quick audit, we, we know that Jimmy has a fetish for frogs. I like to lick Walmart aquariums, and Adam... Just he really likes his fish. He likes his fish. He likes his fish. 
So uh, uh, there's nothing else more to say other than please share this podcast with a friend and uh, you know comment us back. You got questions on some of these stories? You want to have another story time in the future? You know, uh, why am I even encouraging that? You don't want to have. We need another, another one. Time. All right, if you say so. We we all have more stories, but uh, you know, submit your stories as well. We might be able to tell uh, tell a user story. Email us. It's the Aquarium Guys podcast. Is the website in the bottom? You'll find our email address, our phone number. If you want to tell us a story on recording, or uh, join us in Discord. We have a great community, uh, growing community. Certainly come join us. Anything else, guys? That's all I got. All right, that's I'm gonna, all I've got. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna not go to a mall anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that a mouse? No, that's a that's a six foot python. A six foot python. It used to be eighteen inches six months ago. All right, let's kick that outro. Thanks, guys, for listening to this podcast. Please visit us at AquariumGuysPodcast.com and listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We're practically Thanks. everywhere. We're on Google. I mean. Just go to your favorite place, Pocket Casts, subscribe to make sure it gets push notifications directly to your phone. Otherwise, Jim will be crying in his sleep. Can, can I listen to it in the in my treehouse? In your treehouse, in your fish room, even alone at work. What about at my man cave? Especially your man cave. Yeah. Only if Adam's there. No. With feeder guppies. No. no. They're endless. You midget loving sucking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll see you next time. <laughs> Later.